Welcome to Energizing Life with AKR Fitness. I'm your host, Jace, and as you can see, I have someone different sitting in front of me. Ooh. <laughs> the same but different, I guess. The same but different. <laughs> Mike, you're in a different seat. Mm -hmm. That's because we have a special guest with yes, us today. We do have a special guest. We have AKR member Ryan. How are we doing, Ryan? Fine. Yourselves? Good? Very yeah. well, very well. Excited to have you here. Delighted to be here. Welcome Thanks for your invite. Welcome to the podcast. Ryan, tell us about yourself. Uh, Ryan, 42 year old. Um, happily married for 13 years now, as of next month it will be. Ooh, congratulations. Um, two young boys, both preschool at the minute. Um, born and bred Aberdonian. What an intro. <laughs> what an intro. Okay, Ryan, take us back to the start of when you first entered through the AKR doors. Um, 2016, start of 2016. Um, I'd been a member of a gym not too far from here, on the other side of the river, uh, for a period of time. Um, I'd dotted about a few gyms, to be perfectly honest with you, but I sustained a back injury, if I recall correctly. I think it was muscle fatigue it was described to me as, and I fell out of the way of fitness, generally speaking. Um, I was scrolling through Facebook and many other places and seeing AKR pop up and thought, never heard of them before. I'd been to all your mainstream gyms that's going about, um, dotted about memberships as I think a lot of people tend to do um, and thought well let's give them a try I've tried everybody else why not give them a try um, fired in an email and got a, got a response from Mike uh, to come in and initially in this very space we're in just now it was just a, a little chat who are you tell us a bit about yourself etc uh, and it just took it from there nice what was the initial attraction to AKR did you when you were scrolling what stopped you Um. I think it was just it was just one of the first ones to flag up. I don't know why it came up, but it just came up. Um, I'm not going to get all romantic and say it was fate, but um, is that why you started it with an A? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a bit of curiosity, though. You, you're obviously familiar with a lot of the other options for fitness in the city, and this one was oh, that's something I've not heard of. Yeah, it, it was it was something new. It was it wasn't one of the ones I'd been a member of previously. Um, it was something different. Um, and yeah, it was it was very much a stab in the dark. Let's see, let's see what this place is about. Let's see what what they've got. And so going back, you said, you know, you'd had had a muscle fatigue in your back. You had been going to a gym. Do you remember where you were at in fitness and in life? Like how things were? Were you feeling in shape at that time, or you know, where where were you in terms of your fitness? Yeah, I was in a good place um, fitness wise overall. I would say um, historically, in respect of general fitness i'd always dabbled in it but i'd never considered myself to be fit and then during that period i had got myself to a decent what i consider to be a decent level the injury hurt and it was the snowball effect thereafter so fitness stopped in terms of going to the gym eating totally changed um it was then just a, a free-for-all basically so i very much went in that good old spiral and just yeah just chuck it mm -hmm. type thing. Sounds like what you're saying is fitness was a big value in your life. And when you had that knocked, it, it knocked everything else. Yeah, it definitely did. It, it definitely did. It knocked everything back. It um, it was very much a, ah, well, that's it blown now. I'm going to be out for whatever period of time until this buck gets corrected, as it, as it were. So, yeah, it was pretty much a case of just let's chuck it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as far as... Um, time in, in different gyms. What sort of things were you doing when you went to the gym before um, AKR? Initially, so prior to AKR, if I go right back, it was all just watching what other people were doing, um, making it up as I went along, um, just sort of sitting on machines and yeah, pretty much sitting on machines, not doing much with them, to be honest, so, just sitting on machines. So when you turned up and you know on a given day, did you go into the gym knowing what you were going to do for your workout, or was it just go in and make it up as you go along on a, on a, on a given day? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was very much off the cuff. I mean, I, I would have a little sequence whereby I would always start with a, either a bike or a treadmill. I felt that was my warm-up, and then go into just some static machines. Very rarely did I touch a dumbbell or a barbell or kettlebells or anything of that nature it was all just the static machines and just what did I feel like where will I go next or what's available so yeah. what's free 
Yeah, so a, a bit of the classic, maybe 20 minutes on the bike, a wee circuit on some of the machines, and a bit of core to finish, maybe. Yeah, aye. Yeah, pretty like much sums it up. <laughs> yeah. But having said that, so by no means like the perfect training programme, but you said you felt fit at the time, right? At that time, yeah. I, I, I sort of came on a fair bit. I mean, um, as, as I said slightly earlier, I've never been or was never the fittest of guys. I've always carried weight through my youth. That's always been with me. Um, but I was getting to a, a, what I consider to be a good place and a, a more comfortable place for me in terms of overall fitness. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And and how many times a week were you going to the gym? Do you remember? Um, it was probably yeah, because it would have fitted in well in my other training that I was doing. So it would have probably about three times a week that I would have been going to the gym um, and doing additional training and alternate nights. So. And and tell us about that additional training then. So that, that was a bit more structured. That was that was through through my hobby. And I know in previous po podcasts you've referred to football a lot, and I'm the same. Um, football refereeing at, at that period oh, in time. <laughs> <laughs> no cards left. They're all gone. Um, I just so, got a yellow card there. <laughs> So it was very much structured around Tuesday and Thursday was my refereeing night. It was down in a running track uh, in Aberdeen and it was under the, the guidance of a coach. So it was a bit more structured um, uh, and a bit more to it. And the, the alternate nights when I was going to the gyms was doing something mm -hmm. just to keep ticking over almost. So in terms of coaching, you had referee coaching. Did you have any, did you have any gym coaching? Once again, probably just laterally before I got the back injury. Um, that knocked me for a while and just immediately prior to coming to AKR, I was working with a, with a PT in one of that places. That's, that was my first real experience of that. Okay. Um, and that obviously helps things along as, as well when you, when, you, when you get that, so. And, and as, as far as, so I guess we've got a decent picture of, of you a couple of times a week doing your refereeing, fitness training, and then you know, two or three times a week getting yourself in the gym and, and doing you know, a bit basic stuff fairly consistently getting some results, feeling fit until you hit, hit this injury, which knocks you in a big way. As far as the, um, I've just lost my train of thought there. <laughs> as far as the, and that's as far as the podcast goes. <laughs> um, as far as I've got it, as far as, as far as like the, your drivers, your motivations for fitness there, how much was, was the gym work serving the, the refereeing, like I'm doing this because I want to or need to be fit for my refereeing, or how much was it a hobby that I like going to the gym, or was it more like I need to keep fit for life? Like, wh what was the main reasons for, you know, your main drivers for that stuff? At that time, purely, and I will say, it was purely and simply refereeing. Mm -hmm. That was the driver for everything. It became, at, at that stage, that I don't want to delve too much into refereeing so it'll bore people, but it became at that stage that how you looked was just as important and how you, how you performed. So you couldn't have the little spare tire hanging over your, your shorts. You couldn't have the pot belly hanging around to, to progress in, in that respect. So it was very much of, I need to do this to complement my refereeing mm -hmm. to meet the stereotypical, what they want some, a referee, a modern day referee to look like. And that was that was the whole driver to, to going down that route. Right. So everything was to serve that. Very much and so at for, that time. For the listener, can you can you give a little bit of um, insight into sort of the level you were refereeing at and what your aspirations were at the time? So a, a very, very quick history, but when I was 16 years of old, 16 years of age, apologies, I went to the refereeing classes, went through a 10-week night class, all theory-based, all in the classroom, passed the exam. Started refereeing primary school football, juvenile football, um, and done that for a number of years. Uh, I was still quite heavy weight-wise, um, and probably never really harboured any ambitions to do anything more than that. I then all of a sudden, uh, and I can't remember what the actual catalyst was, but it was very much all right, okay, let's give us a bash, and maybe take it a little bit more serious, uh, and work my way through the ranks, being amateur football, junior football, which is, is adult, not quite semi-pro, but there or thereabouts. Highland League, which is semi-pro, into eventually becoming category one, which is in domestically in Scotland, the top category in Scotland that you can achieve. Um, so refereeing-wise, I refereed in what was referred to as League Two and League One, uh, and I was fourth official in the Scottish Premiership, as was 
on a number of occasions as well and that was the sort of pinnacle is, is where mm. it got to refereeing mm. terms. And, and back then, 2016, everything you were doing was geared towards that stuff? Yeah, I mean, at that, at that stage in refereeing, I was at the, the, the Highland League level, so I was, I was teetering on the edge in terms of are you going to make the next step or not? Um, and that was probably, yeah, as we, go, as we said earlier on, the, the driver to push it on a little bit more, thinking, mm-hmm. hmm, can maybe get there now, so. Yeah. So I've got a couple of questions. For, firstly, have you two ever crossed paths on a football field? I've, I can't think, we possibly have, but not knowingly. Yeah, not that's knowingly. pretty cool. That's I, pretty, yeah. I, I think probably, I, I, again, memory can play tricks on you. Yeah. Yeah. And now, because I know Ryan, but I think I can. I think I can remember, or maybe it's imagine his face like as a referee back, yeah. back when I played. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be so cool if you can go back through the list of all the cards you've ever given, <laughs> just to look for a Mike McIlroy? There wouldn't have been many for me to be fair. Uh, my second question, Ryan, did you play football as a youngster? So how did you get into refereeing? What made I, you want to give that a bash? Yeah, so very much primary school. Played for primary school team. Um, won a league when I was in primary six. Uh, with my school team. Uh, that was very time. important. Yeah, that was, that was a real key detail. I had to get that in the podcast. It was vital to get that out. So yeah, I did play. I played juvenile football uh, up until I was 16. Um, uh, I was never a greatest of player, admittedly, so I was never a great player. Apparently um, neither were none of us. <laughs> so I've heard earlier. Um, but yeah, um, but enjoyed it and played it. Um, played a, a year or two in amateur football, so, so an adult sort of non-competitive if you like type football um, but other than that yeah at 16 sort of referee almost sort of took hold as opposed to playing because very early I realised even well long before them I was never going to make anything in terms of playing yeah so so what what was the, the changing point to go from playing to referee and what made you want to be referee because I mean I, I've played a few games and the referee gets a lot of stick yeah. what made you want to take that one um, I think the season had just finished, if I remember rightly, and there used to be uh, a paper in Aberdeen on a Saturday night called the Green Final, um, which the Aberdonians will know well, uh, and it had the advertisement in there for that to come out as well, so I just sort of thought, well, why not? And I also, I don't know if I'm making this up or not, but also the Duke of Edinburgh, I think it was used as part of my Duke of Edinburgh scheme as well. Um, okay. If I remember correctly, I think that was also in there as well because it would have been exactly the same time. So, all right. So, let's go going back to 2016. We've got a wee sort of base of history there. Do you remember what your first impressions were coming coming into AKR? I remember the red velour seats in this very space that we sat on and had our discussions. Um, I came in here. There were a couple of people training in the gym. One of whom I didn't realise at the time, but it was uh, one of the members was a year below me at school, um, so I knew that face. Uh, it was a familiar face straight away, um, and I came in here. And the first thing I do remember when I sort of reflecting it was just how very much relaxed it was and very open. To it wasn't a case of sell, 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 sell. We get, get you in, like get you signed up. Here's a membership form in your face. It was like. Like, who are you? What, let's find out a bit about yourself type thing. Um, and that was, that's one thing it does, does come to the fore when I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it felt personal? Yeah, it did. It did. It, 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 was, it was all about what are, what, what are you? What, what, why, why have you decided to come and speak to us? What is it you'd like us to do for you type thing? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was very much about what can we do for you and who are you yeah. type thing. Since that, since that, that first day, you've had now more than eight hundred visits Scary. into this this very place. <laughs> Scary. Um, more than five hundred uh, small group PT sessions. What what what's made you stay? What's made you come back? What what have you what have you got from it? Um, because the driver and I was moved away from sports specific uh, and refereeing, uh, and it's now very much a much more balanced well-being approach to life now that I take from it more than anything else out of this um, um, I don't competitively participate in anything um, I just come here now and it's very much it's, it's the feel good factor and it's the benefits out with that I get so just general well-being not just physical not just how you look not just being fit but 
it's good for your headspace, it's good for mental mental health, etc. It's, it's just a whole package now. I know, uh, and many members say the same thing, I know you walk through the doors of that arch and you could feel absolute carnage. You're thinking, no, this isn't going to happen. Uh, and I've seen within five minutes of warm-up, all of a sudden it's changed and you're walking out there with a massive spring in your step. So it's just that, just that positive vibe, that positive feeling that's now, and it's taken me a long time to realise it, I'll be honest with you, but that's what I get out of it, as opposed to, yeah, I'm faster now, I'm a bit leaner now, I've got, I've lost half a pound now. Mm -hmm. That that days are gone, that's not part of the thought process now, it's just a part of, I'm feeling good. So, yeah. so going, going back to those days, you know, you, you said everything was geared to the refereeing and there was a bit of pressure to look a certain way and, and, and you've touched on in there about being a, a pound lighter or a little yeah. bit leaner or half a second faster, I guess, on the, on the refereeing sprint tests. Talk to us about that, that shift. Was there an epiphany? Was there a turning point? Was it abrupt or gradual to going from that geared very much competing in performance to it's about an overall well-being now? Yeah. Um, I don't think there was a particular point. I think uh, uh, during the, 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 the five-plus years that I've been here now, it's, it's taken a while to chip away at it. Um, but just by changing things... Um, using the term small wins, so getting small wins out of it. Um, and also, I think probably, well, not even probably, definitely the most important thing is just the benefit overall in terms of the family side of things. Having that, need a lot of energy with two young boys flying around all the time. Um, so having that there as well. But it's, it's very much, it, it, it wasn't just an overnight change and it was like, I need to do that now. It's very much, I've just learned things as I went along and continue to learn things as I go along and how I can just make slight tweaks, slight changes, not big, massive, wholesale changes to things, and just look, work on them for little periods of time and, and just get them embedded into to, to what I do and, and, and how I go about it. Mm -hmm. it. It sounds like there's... I'm going to try and draw this out. It sounds like there's a couple of pieces to this. So on, on the one, it sounds like there's maybe just this gradual shift of what's important to you. You mentioned the, the family and the boys... And so originally you've got this this drive for the refereeing and everything's dialed in for that, but partly maybe just through, you know, growing older, uh, through yeah. changing in life circumstances, what you need or what you get from fitness has, has changed or what's important to you has changed. Yeah. And then possibly there, there's another bit of like how you interact with fitness. Yeah. So in this period where it's all objective and results and you know and i'm using the word competing i know in refereeing like the ref isn't competing as such but you know you've we spoke in the past about like the tests and the demands that are put on you so there's that like highly focused outcome orientated and it sounds you know you now you're talking about little tweaks and general well-being and so I'm, I'm in the ballpark with those two points like a shift of what's important to you but then maybe as a consequence of that a shift of what fitness means to you and how you interact with fitness? Yeah, um, so yeah, first point I suppose, yeah, just getting maturer, getting a, a, a better spin and uh, more knowledge, more, edu more educated by coming here, um, by taking away little, little chinks from the coaches, just little drop-ins now and again, which has is, is, is helped me. Um, and yeah, just the life circumstances, I suppose you would say mm -hmm. that, that, well, yeah, that was a period of time where, yeah, I was driven and yeah, I wanted to get to that stage. And, and I, I don't know if there was maybe also an element of, well, yeah, I've got that stage. I didn't quite reach the pinnacle in terms of, let's say, refereeing in the premiership, but I got to category one, which in its own right, is, I'm quite proud of, of achieving that given what I started at. Um, but now it's a case of, well, I don't need that now. It's, uh, I don't want that now. What do I need now? Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's more just a, a wholesale lifestyle attitude, I suppose, rather mm -hmm. than just, as we said, I need to be half a pound lighter. I need to be half a second faster type stuff. It's, it's that, those days are like, well, yeah, I don't need that now. And, and once again, as I've said, it's maybe because I'm maturing more around that, saying, no, that's not what life's about and that's not what fitness is about. Yeah, so, so your, your motivation for fitness has shifted. And, and like, as that's happened, how, how does fitness feel for you 
because it strikes me that reading between the lines, like that that pressure on the refereeing side of it, that that dictated, I guess, your attitude towards what you've got to eat and how you're going to be in the gym and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Versus now, it's everything feels a little bit lighter. Yeah. Do you know? Just you know, you said a, a wholesale thing, and so your your motivations for for exercising have have shifted a little bit. And how how has that changed how it's felt for you? I, th- I think it's now just because cause I do it because I want to do it and I enjoy it. Um, there's not that external pressure mm-hmm. to to be a, a certain way, a certain type, or at a certain level. It's now just a case of I do this because I enjoy doing it. Um, and I know, like for example, at it, it, it work, um, and people will often ask about why are you eating that or what's that you're eating or or why are you out cycling at that time and what what and it's like. Just that's what I do. It's just it's just me. It's it's who I am. It's what I bring. It's it's just that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's and it's because I enjoy it. It's not because I need to do that. I need to be doing this. I need to be eating that. It's like I enjoy that. I like that. Um, so it's 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 now that that's me. This is this is this is this is Ryan. This is who this is what Ryan brings to the party in life. Type <laughs> yeah, thing. This yeah. is what I do. Yeah. So and and how does that enjoyment compare to the enjoyment you got? Um, previously different different I would say um, in respect of at that going, taking a step back the enjoyment was there because I was achieving what I wanted to achieve so there, there, was, a, there was a whole progress there was a whole reward at the end of it now there's still the reward it's a different style of reward it's, it's Be- internal it sounds like yeah it's very much now a case of the reward I'm, I get out of this is feeling good Mm-hmm. And, and that is purely and simply in a nutshell what it is. It's just about feeling good and feeling motivated and being on it. Don't get me wrong, I have the wobbles. I have the bad days, as we all do. But over the piece, in the main, yeah, it's good. It yeah. feels good. And it's and I want to keep that feeling, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So this motivation that's now who you are and part of you, how did that take a hit during COVID? How did be- it take a hit? I'll be honest with you, probably since the whole COVID thing kicked off uh, and we got our survival kits, kindly survival kits from yourselves, um, I've probably never been more consistent, I'll be honest with you. Um, so it, it, it was almost aided me in some way, I, 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 I would say, in terms of uh, uh, moving on a bit. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't think I had any adverse impact. I will once again say that when I realised that we're going to close a facility, be forced to close a facility, there'd be a lot more restrictions in society overall. I'm thinking, oh, here we go. This is the next wobble, big wobble coming. This is, is this going to be the, the pre-AKR, uh, pre-2016 wobble that I've went through before and going back to square one? Um, but it, it's, it didn't. Um, and once again, it was just a case of, as we've just spoken about, it's because, probably because it's who I am and what sounds greedy here, but what I get from it. Um, I'm thinking, no, I need to keep that ticking along. So, but yeah, I will, I will, I will say just that when COVID kicked in and the, the restrictions kicked in, I was like, oh, here we go. This, this is, this is the start of it. Yeah. It's not the first time you faced sort of adversity, though you had your wobble in 2016 and then there's COVID. You also had a fairly bad crash, didn't you? I did, yeah. Can you want to talk yeah. us a bit through that? Like, how was your motivation through that? How did your fitness help you and aid your recovery? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, two, just over two years ago now, July 2019, came off my bike, commuting to work one morning, route I'd taken many, many times. You weren't them with your head like, were you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming down the house at Boxburn in Aberdeen uh, and hut a, a sleeping policeman. Um, not was an he, actual sleeping policeman. He, <laughs> he was all, must have been off shift. Don't, don't set Jason up. Don't set him up. Um, but hut that, the next thing I know is an ambulance uh, and I'm getting carted under blue lights to A&E. Um, basically, I came off my bike, it was about just before 7am in the morning. Very, very luckily, luckily because it's, it's mainly used by dog walkers that route now, there's no cars running on that, but very, very luckily, uh, somebody was out walking their dog and called ambulance and uh, I got rushed in. Um, had this, I had to get surgery on my shoulder, um, got quite a bashed up face, got a little bit of surgery around about my eye. 
uh, free facelift on one side I'm just <laughs> waiting for the other side now um, so yeah in, in the hospital and there's nothing you can do in, in respect of your it was and then for seven days I think it was by the time I was discharged um, so yeah it was like okay here we go I was in pretty good shape at that time actually it was things were going well um, and once I got the opportunity I had to wait to get to, I think it was a shoulder in particular it was causing an issue because of the type of fracture was on it but once it says yeah you can go back to just moving don't be lifting anything stupid or doing anything daft and uh, I came in here and I think the first session back was with Adam um, and I remember coming in um, and it was a usual story everybody's welcome how you doing blah 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 everybody was really just very personal about the yeah. whole thing um, just wanting to find out about it etc um, and we just done some first session really really back to basic movements and at that point I realised I've taken a fair dunt here I've, I've, I've got a little bit a little bit to go here I've taken a bit of a whack but it was amazing how just that little encouragement that little movements just progressing over a red, relatively short period of time got me moving better again yeah. um, so in terms of recovery both mentally uh, not just physically but both mentally and physically it had a massive impact a massive positive impact and yeah. get me going again yeah. yeah he's do you remember when we found out that Ryan had an accident he's downplaying this <laughs> he downplayed it then I've just been in a little accident I'll be back in a few weeks and then we found out that it was fairly bad <laughs> but so you say that that first session back and you were, you realised you took a dunt. What did that do for your motivation? How did that make you feel? And I suppose you could say one of two things. It was, it was either going to set me back and that would have been chucking a fitness and back just throwing a towel in. Yeah, just, yeah, basically. Or it was, uh, right, okay, we've got a starting point now, um, which very much session one back in was again. Got a starting point, know where I am. Let's just chip away. It's not going. To, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a, a bit of time to build up. And once again, go back to my, my journey prior to that within here. Um, it was very much a well. I know I can get there. I know I've got the facility. I know we've got the expertise in terms of the coaching staff that's here. So it's now just following it and, and, and building it up again. So it was. It was very much a case of yeah, positive mindset, positive vibe. Yeah, let's just slowly but surely let's just build it back up again, um, and I think that was important. And once again, it was it was very much the the message that the coach team here was was bringing as well. Yeah, we'll get you there, but let's just Baby let's steps. just take it easy. We're not going to go charging back in again. Yeah. So, how was the first few sessions coming in? Was it was it tough to come back in? First one, it was like first day of a new job, first day of school. It was like, mm, what, everybody's going to be looking at me, everybody's going to be checking me out. In terms of, mm, yeah. Ryan took a bash, what's, what's happened type thing. Um, and it was sore, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It was like just a simple movement on the arm and, and the damage side, it was like, yeah. Um, it, was, it was tender in, in, in that regard. But... I think it was, uh, and it goes back to one of the, the, the AKR mantras, just show up, just show up and we'll, we'll, we'll do something that will work. Um, and that, and, and that it did, it, it's proven to be the case. It, it strikes me that the, the relationship that you had with fitness, just going into that accident, has served you well from, you know, for getting back into it, as opposed to, you know, like the, the all or nothing, the extreme start-stop relationships that many people had. You were in a place where you were in a balanced place before the accident, so therefore coming back, you could come back in a balanced place without panic mode, even though, like you said, I'd taken a fair dunt or whatever your words were. Yeah. Would, would you agree with that? Does that sound about right? Yeah, I would say it was probably a more, more confident uh, in what I had to do. I mean, it maybe sounds even a little bit hip hypocritical because when I says when I had the back injury, it was like, chuck it. It was game over, chuck it type thing. Whereas this time, it was a more significant injury, I would say, or injuries mm. in terms of what had happened. But it was very much now, yeah, okay, but I'm not chucking it. Um, because, as you've alluded to, prior to that, I was in a pretty solid place. It was a pretty good place. I'd built it up over a period of time. And there was, I'll, I'll be honest with you, there was a, a, an annoyance on my part thinking, 
I've just I've lost that. Mm-hmm. I've lost lost those previous three years of down the gutter type thing. But but yeah, it was it was very much a, a lot more mature and, and confidence in what I was doing to say. I can get this Let's back. Go again. Yeah, yeah. I can, we can go again here. We don't need to throw in the towel this time. We can we can bring us back. And I suppose there was no external motivation in, in respect of I didn't have to get it for the the, the, the refereeing element yeah. we've referred to uh, earlier the on. Pressure, it, was a, wasn't it, was a, it was like, well, I need to. I want to do this because I want to get it for my lifestyle mm-hmm. as opposed to anything else. So. I want to touch on a, a couple of other things. I want to chat a little bit about yoga, uh, a yeah. little bit about the nutrition stuff. You know, you mentioned your work. This is Ryan. This yeah. is what Ryan eats. Um, before we move on, though, you said there like there was an element of oh, I've just lost three years. How many years did it take you to get back to a place where you thought, right, that that's me, kind of back to where I was or better? Post accident. Yeah. Post accident. Because it didn't take three years, did it? It didn't. It didn't take anywhere near that, to be honest. Yeah. I and mean, in terms of uh, getting back up to speed. Fitness-wise, if if you take away like doing heavy lifts, if you want to call it that, but just general overall fitness-wise, I would say within certainly no more than a six-month period, I was back to a place where I was like back regular, back at a level where I was I was sort of good again. I would say it's it's I think it's such an important thing for the listener to hear because I've had many many of these conversations and I've had many many injuries myself, so yeah. I I kind of know a little bit what it's like, but. I think when people experience a setback and they think, oh, it took me three years to get to that. I've just, you know, it's going to take me three years, but it's such a key point that the, once you've walked the path, like you getting back to it, getting back to it is so much quicker. Yeah. You know, so, so what took you maybe three years, you're back to where you were in six months, even though you were in hospital for a week. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, I know it's, 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 it's a very fair point, actually. I never, never really thought of it like that. Now you, but now you mentioned it, you're right. It was, it was, the, the the recovery process, uh, and and probably because of what, what was there previously, was so much more quick, efficient, and and I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was it was very much a yeah we picked it up pretty pretty quickly. Things got back and once I could sort of get the the movement flows going again, it's like right okay mm-hmm. um, yeah you're 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 spot on actually. It was a hell of a lot quicker that with that second time around if you want to call it that. Okay, yoga or nutrition? Which path do you want to walk down next? Your guys podcast, on you go, you're first. Go yoga. Yoga. Right, go yoga. So, so tell us about yoga. We recently, you shared in a social media post for us, like I think it was like one of your surprising things in, in fitness and, and you called upon yoga. Uh, talk to us about that. So introduced to yoga, uh, obviously I was aware of what yoga was just generally. But introduced to yoga here, and it was driven by by the back issue actually, as as, as something to aid it to to um, um, improve it in any way at all. So uh, came in here Sunday morning, Louise, uh, and done yoga. Uh, I remember the first time I came in, and I could not. I was like, well, first and foremost, I was stunned that there was no incense candles burning or no <laughs> chimes going. I'll be honest with you, and that's pure ignorance and me an element of arrogance. I'll admit in my behalf. Um, but came in um, Sunday morning with Louise and started working with it and half the stuff that Louise was was teaching us through and guiding us through is like oh me oh me um, and couldn't believe how much I sweated in a yoga session it's mad isn't it frightening <laughs> absolutely frightening but persevered stuck with it um, a bit stubborn I suppose people would say in that regard and, and just got on with it and then really, really, it just became a staple. It just became a Sunday morning norm. It was, That's it right was a yoga does. hour. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's what I do. It was yoga hour um, to the stage where, um, yeah, the, 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 the proud moment for me in yoga is the headstand. I thought, oh, there's no way I'm getting near this headstand. Um, and it took a time. It did take a, a time to build up to it. But under the tuition of Louise and just little, little chipping away at it and just little, um, basically stripping it back to the basics and then bringing it right through, performed that particular move and that was like, whoa, and it's now a party trick, it's now a party piece, so I was just if you're out with Ryan, you get the headstand. <laughs> I was just about to say, you know what I'm about to ask next, <laughs> can you still do the headstand? That sounds uh, like a yes. Last time I tried, I was close to it, yeah. You said there, you know, so the, the first yoga session was maybe a bit of a... I don't know, eye-openers maybe, not yeah. the right way, yeah, but I couldn't yeah. believe how much he sweated. And you said, 
I stuck out at maybe a bit of stubbornness. Was it just stubbornness or what, what made you come back when it was that hard and why would you come back the next week and the next week? Yeah, I think there is stubbornness is there. Um, there so, was, sorry, just explore that. Is that just a case of you decided you were going to give yoga a go and you're going to be stubborn enough to give it a proper go before you give up? Or, or what is the stubbornness? Um, or, or, was it, or was it because you felt, I need this for my back? Well, the, the back was the motivation originally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, session one's probably, okay, it's an eye-opener. Um, I would never chuck things first time, so it's like, well, I'll go back again. Um, in terms of stubbornness, was, was that the right word I've used there? I think, yeah, there's probably an element of that, because I, I, I do see myself with that. If I can't get things right first time, I'm thinking, mm, I want to keep chipping away. I want another shot. I want another I'm right, I'm go right there that. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Na- na- naive enough to start and stubborn enough to finish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it, it was almost because it was difficult, you thought, I, I need another go at that. Ah. I, can, I can do better. Yeah. Um, plus it was, I mean, it was, it was, if I recall correctly, there was probably in the region of 12 of us there, something, something like that, those numbers. Um, so there was other members there, so it was, it was almost as a RAM element as well of, well, I want to save a bit of face, I don't want to chuck it after week one and then see another members that were there, but see them in a PT session, saying, well, you're not back at yoga type thing. Yeah. So community vibe, I suppose you would say, it yeah. helped in that regard to say, yeah, there's other members here, they're sticking at it, let's, let's persevere and then yeah secondly the the back thing was was a thing as well thinking well this this has been shown to to aid it all significantly and did significantly improve my flexibility and so yeah sort of as well you saw the results with time and your motivation shifted i guess while you're going um okay we we mentioned food stuff we've talked a, a few things about i guess the the shifting motivations you had for exercise, why you were doing it and, and the types of exercise you were doing. We, we spoke a little bit about overcoming, you know, the setbacks. Tell me about the the journey, uh, nutrition in the context of the journey. So like, again, wh- where you were at before, how, how or ha- has, ha- have things changed with nutrition o- along the way? And if so, how? Yeah, so there's been a, a wholesale change, a massive change in nutrition over a period of time. Um, I have tried everything and anything. You name it, I've tried it. Slim Fast, Ally, Weight Watchers, um, Scottish Slimmers, um, anything out there, any fad diet, I have tried it. I could write multiple books on it. I've tried them all. Uh, and I've had some successes, but almost every single time it drops and it goes and it changes I then got in contact once again I apologise because we keep going back to referee and it's obviously been a key part of my life but as part of that drive to push on I got in touch with a friend of the gym and a friend of yours Mike Scott Bapti and went and had a chat with Scott and Scott devised a seven day nutrition program based on information I'd given him in terms of what I needed to do to fuel what I was looking to do. And to this day, my, what I eat is very much around that model. It's very much around that content, that model. The one thing that has changed hugely is my confidence and flexibility to play with that model. Um, So whereas I would be quite rigid, the plan says, X, mm-hmm. I'm having X and I'm having nothing else. Now it's like, yeah, the plan says X, but I could substitute that and mix this in and change that and pull that away and add that. Mm-hmm. Um, so confidence is a word I've used a couple of times. That's there again, there with food. Um, and enjoyment. It's it's a, it's a huge part. I mean, uh, I remember speaking to Jace a couple of times, like Thursday night in my house, you come to my house, you're getting poached <laughs> eggs and toast with Marmite. Um, every turn that's, a, that, <laughs> that's an invite everybody <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is my thing that and that that's just that's that is Ryan that, that's what Ryan eats and it doesn't restrict what we eat in the house in any way at all um, except and, on Thursdays except on Thursdays <laughs> uh, and, and similarly like I, I now have the confidence and the flexibility to say if we're having something in the house for an evening meal let's just say um, to save us cooking a meal for the two boys, 
a meal for Karen, a meal for I. It's like, well, we'll all have the same thing. We'll just tweak things slightly. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I, I might throw together a, a big salad. Now, our youngest, Finlay, at the moment is going through a phase of where he just demolishes sugar snap peas, peppers and cucumbers. So it's fine. Prep my salad, you got that on the side as well. So, so it's just, yeah, I'm a lot more confident um, and flexible and most importantly, enjoy what I eat. Uh, and I go back to the, the work stories again. Once again, people are forever asking me, what are you eating today, what are you eating today? Um, and they think it should just be rabbit food. Is what, rabbit food pasta is, is, is the typical, stereotypical perception yeah. of what people who enjoy well-being have. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't. And then when you see when you're eating different types of things, it's like, oh, where'd you get that? What's so, in that? So it's, so it's funny, you've said, you've now got this flexibility and enjoyment. I think that's the, the, the two key words there. But equally, you're saying the perception from someone who maybe isn't quite in exercise the same way, the perception is of what you used to do of having rigidity and boring or bland foods. Yeah. Um, is, isn't, that, isn't that interesting? So the, so the, the success, the, the area that works is flexibility and enjoyment, yeah. but the attitude is that we have to have rigidity and, and boring, not bland. enjoyment. Yeah. So if you can, tell us about the difference between those two, because from what you're saying, you were in the rigidity. I was very. Yeah. Um, what's different and how, how and why did you, did you change? You know, talk about the process from going from rigidity to flexibility. So in terms of, I suppose it was, it was, it was follow the plan uh, originally. It was like, stick to this. Yeah. Uh, use stubborn a couple of times and, and describe things. I suppose there's an element of that again. It's like, that's what it says, that's what I'm doing. Oh, and I've paid for this plan, so that's what I'm doing. I'm sticking yeah. to the type thing. Good Aberdonian coming out there. But, um, so there, there was that. Um, and it was, it was very much as, uh, I suppose one of the reasons I was so rigid around it is because I could see results coming off the back of it. I used to be notorious for a Sunday morning on the scales. Every, and, and, and that number on a Sunday morning would make up the rest of the next week in terms yeah, of what yeah, I was going to do, how I was going to react, how I was going to behave, what I was going to eat, the, the, the works. It used to be like, it's up half a pound, it's down half a pound um, type thing. I then um, very quickly just delving off into the scale side of things, had a chat, I think it was yourself, Mike, one day, and he says, why don't you just get rid of the scales? Just go on your feeling, use clothes, use other metrics, get rid of the scales. And to this day, um, I think the last time I stood in the scales was, was in the body monitor within here. Um, and that was uh, probably last year now, if I'm honest with you. In fact, would have been pre-closed down was the last mm -hmm. time. So scales are not an element, they're an issue for me now. Um, but in respect of moving nutritionally wise and, and food wise, uh, I think there was, I did realize that if I stick to this so rigidly, I'm going to bore myself out of it. I'm going to... I'm going to fail here, I'm going to falter, because I'm, I'm going to be in repeat, 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 mm -hmm. repeat. So it was just having that, once again, building up slowly but surely an element of confidence, just experimenting. I mean, I've seen myself, and I know previous podcasts, you guys have spoke about metrics and spreadsheets and stuff like that. I've sat, seen myself sitting down on Saturday night, and once the boys are, are, are asleep, TV's generally not great anyway, um, and I'll, I'll work out, how I'm going to flex things. And I'll just sit down and crunch numbers and move things about and tweak things about just to, to, to stay within the model, but change and, 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 and freshen, freshen things up, I suppose you would mm -hmm. say. Um, and it's once again, it's just confidence, maturity, I suppose experience goes into that as well. It's just like, well, yeah, if I have that two extra squares of dark chocolate on a Sunday night, I'm not going to put on a stone next week. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but originally, there maybe was that, Fear. not that extreme perception, but yeah. there was that feeling that oh, it's going to scupper everything. And, and this, this path, would you say it's been a smooth path or a bumpy path? Bumpy, yeah. yeah. There's no doubt about it. There's bumpy. There's still times where, where I'll go away and I'll just have that, oh, damn, I'm having it. Just go for it type thing. Um, we're away just, just a few weeks ago, actually, with the family. Um, and... and once again, sort of the, I would stick to what I knew in terms of during the day, 
in terms of I wouldn't exa eat the exact thing as, as I've eaten all the time, but I knew roughly, yeah, I can eat that within there. And then evening, I just totally flex. And if I wanted that burger and chips with extra mayo, that's what I had. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it was get it was that like, on a t-shirt. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> and and that, and that was it. And it, it was and, and that's the confidence I've gained. Um, and once again, it's the realization. It's like, well, that's not going to scupper everything. Right? So it's not going to wipe everything out that you've done over the last positively over the last five and a half years. Mm -hmm. It's one meal that you're changing, yeah. or one additional thing you're 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 adding in there, and to for enjoyment yeah. in the day. And I think that's key. It's it's the enjoyment aspect. Yeah. Um, a little weary on time. Just wanted to give you a moment if. If there's any sort of message, I don't know if you've got anything else you want to touch I, I on. I just have one, one more just quick question on something you said there about scales, and I think it could be really beneficial for a lot of listeners. Mike has suggested getting rid of them, not standing them. How did you feel about that? Did, did you trust it? Did you accept it? Or was it scary and you just went for it anyway? Um, we, we, we speak very, a lot in here about um, habits and using habits, and it, it it became a habit because it was a Sunday morning thing. I think initially, if I'm correct, that it was part of um, the, the, the process I'd spoken through with Scott, where you would do some photos um, and you would do scale measurement on mm -hmm. Sunday just to get generally the same time, so it was pretty consistent, just to get a, a progress, if you like, through, through things. Um, so I, yeah, so I developed that habit, I suppose you would say, in terms of a Sunday morning, right? A few snaps, standing scales, get it written down, type stuff um, and then it was just I suppose it's like I suppose it's like many of the things that have been in here it's like well it's trust it's like well I've, I've, I trust what, what the team say here and what guidance they give me and it's like well if that's coaches saying that that's Mike saying that yeah why, why wouldn't I um, in terms of yeah I suppose you could say there was a bit of fear because it's like well I don't have that metric now yeah. I don't know if that number is up or down but very, it was like having other things. It's like, well, how do you feel in terms of, do you feel slouchy or fluffy is a term I've used with Lindsay, I think, a few times, feeling a bit fluffy around the edges. You think, yeah, maybe maybe just dial it in. Then, yeah, tight, tighten it up a little bit. Or is that waistband? Is it, or the belt? Is it an extra buckle up or down in any way? So it's like, yeah, there's many other ways rather than just standing and getting a number thrown at you in mm -hmm. your face. So. I think just, it's, it's interesting and it's worth throwing this in here. Because of like, you know, you even mentioned the attitudes towards what people think you should be eating, but the attitudes people have towards Scale. various things in fitness. I've actually given other people that are members here the advice to weigh themselves every day. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. just an example of how personalized some of the, like the coaching and the instruction is. Yeah. So for you, it was like, let's get rid of the scales. Mm -hmm. We don't need them at all. And, and someone else actually benefited from the complete every opposite. Get on day. there every morning. Yeah. Um, and it just shows it's not, Scales aren't good or bad. Weighing nope. yourself isn't good and bad. It's about, you know, the right approach for the right no person. No moral license to it. Exactly, exactly. Um, I was going to ask if, if there's anything else you, you wanted to share that you maybe wish we'd spoken about and we, we didn't, or if there's any sort of message you would like to leave with, with the listener. Um, I, I think that for me, uh, uh, and I'm sure many of the other members would say exactly the same, it's like... It's the, it's the moment you walk through the door, it's, it's, the, it's, just, it's the whole just show up attitude, the whole just show up mantra, sorry, not attitude, but mantra. It's like, it's, it's, it's so impactful, it's so beneficial in terms of just moving about. You don't have to be lifting a huge dead weight. You don't have to be um, on, on a skier going, for, going hell for leather all the time. Just showing up and just by moving, it's amazing that in that session, in that, hour that you're, you're in here can can have a huge impact on your overall just well-being not just I'm fitter type thing but just the general headspace it's like yeah you're feeling good and as I, as I said at the outset of this coming in here in a day and thinking oh, no, really I, I, I just don't want to but within an hour walking out and it's you're a totally different person so I think it's just the whole benefit and I think it's not to get too too pulled into the fitness, the glossy cover magazine profile. It's it's not what it's about. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, and 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 I'll be honest, with you I've I've had to grow and learn about that. But that's not what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's just about feeling good about you and what's around about you. Yeah. Um, 
very, a much more, I suppose you would say, holistic approach to the, the whole lifestyle thing as opposed to just, I've got half an inch less of my stomach type thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a broader, a broader yeah. view of fitness. I just wanted to touch on that bit then. So when you are feeling, oh, I don't really want to do this today, what gets you in the door? Knowing that when I'm walking out, that feeling I'm going to have, having yeah. experienced that now, yeah. and, and knowing that, it's like, yeah, but I know when I walk out the door, I'll, I'll feel a hell of a lot better. I also know that when I come in, no matter which coach I'm working with, and no, no matter which pod I'm working in, and which members I'm working with, everybody is out just to see how you are, and the coaches in particular, to mould the session to you. Um, very much is it. One of the first things, you, you guys are well versed in it, obviously, but one of the first things that you get asked is, what's your energy level out of 10? Where are you? Um, go around each person in the pod and get a feel for everybody's energy level and you might be sitting, I say, I say a 7 out of 10. Uh, the member next to you might be a 2 or 3. And the great thing is the session will work for both people mm -hmm. um, based on what, what, how it will be delivered in respect of, yeah, you might be doing the same movement pattern, but you could be working total extremes of that movement pattern. So, so it's very, once again, it takes that personal approach to it. It's like, yeah, okay, Ryan's on a seven out of 10, right? Let's, let's push Ryan on again. Whereas, uh, I don't know, let, let's just say Susan. Susan's four out of 10 today. Right, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll tweak that for Susan. And, and to see that in action, it, it, it proves it works. Yeah, so, so you know, no matter how you feel, you're going to walk out feeling better. Yeah. But you're also going to get the right level of work and the right intensity and the right, right session for you. Whether you're feeling on top of your game or you're crawling in the door, it's going to be tailored. Absolutely, absolutely spot on. And, and go very quickly go back to many of the other mainstream gyms I've been to, you could go in feeling seven out of 10 and you put yourself through a decent workout. You could go in feeling four out of 10. You go into the gym, you might do couple of minutes in a treadmill, you'd be back in the change room and if they had a sauna or a steam room or a pool, you'd be down there sitting doing nothing else for the rest of the session. <laughs> that, that's the reality of it. Whereas here, you know, yeah, I'm going to get a session here, but it's going to be tailored to what I need and how I am today at this yeah. point in time. That's it. Oh, you've done my job for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, Mike, you want to add on? I think, we're, I think that's a, a great place to wrap that's up. Brilliant. Ryan? Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure to have you sitting with us this morning. This morning? It's afternoon time. I'll get that right one day. <laughs> Mike, thank you very much for thank you. joining and co-hosting with me. Folks, if you have enjoyed Ryan's story and you think we can maybe be help for you, reach out. It's akrfitness.com and we will see you next time.